History Tidbits and Morsels by Larry Kennedy, 2009, Part 2, Expanding Westward. As immigrants began to move west of Lancaster, passable roads became important. Before roads could be constructed, permission had to be granted by the county government. A petition had to be drafted, signed, and filed with the county's Court of Quarter Sessions. The court then appointed six viewers to determine the course, the distance, and the feasibility of the requested road. If the viewers responded favorably, the court usually approved the road. It then became the responsibility of two appointed supervisors of highways in each township to open and maintain the road. Beginning in the 1740s, the Lancaster County Court and, after 1749, the York County Court received many petitions from what would become Adams County and confirmed a number of roads. By 1800, a network of public roads had been constructed. Most early roads in the county ran east and west. The first road to cross Adams County was the Monocacy Road. It started at the Susquehanna River, Wrightsville, and passed through York, Hanover, Littlestown, and then through Maryland to the Potomac River. This was part of the Great Wagon Road to Lancaster through Adams County that was confirmed in 1740. The route ran from Philadelphia into western Maryland, Virginia, and the Carolinas. Today, it is part of Route 194, Hanover and Littlestown. Black Scap Road, dated from 1747, was the second most important road to be confirmed by, for the county. It ran westward from York through Abbottstown, New Oxford, Hunterstown, Mummersburg, and Hilltown. The road eventually became part of the Philadelphia-Pittsburgh Road. In 1749, President George Washington passed along this road on his return trip from the military action near Bedford during the Whiskey Rebellion. The president is said to have spent the night at Russell's Tavern just west of the intersection of Goldenville, Route 394, Biglerville Road. In 1748, following Black's Gap Road, Nicholson's Gap Road opened from Abbottstown through New Oxford, Gettysburg, and Fairfield. After 1762, it was known as the Hagerstown Road. The court, in 1750, authorized the, quote, Old Manalin Road, end quote. It traveled from York to the Manalin Meeting House, east of Biglerville. The road was then extended westward through Heidlersburg, Biglerville, Arntsville, and Hilltown, Route 234. The court approved a north-south road through the county to Baltimore in 1754. County farmers hoped to use the road to market their meats, hides, flour, whiskey, and other products. The confirmed road ran through Hanover. An additional north-south road was constructed from Trent's Gap, Mount Holly, passing east of Heidlersburg, west of New Oxford, and eventually reached Hanover. Today, this road is known as Oxford Road. In 1770, another road served to link Adams County with Baltimore. The road began at Shippensburg and crossed the mountain at Kelso's Gap. It continued along the Narrows to Arntsville, 
followed the Mummersburg Road to Gettysburg onto Littlestown, ending then in Baltimore. The road over the mountain was called the Baltimore Pike. Today it is referred to as Shippensburg Road. Locally, people refer to the mountain area as Big Flat. Congress authorized the creation of post roads in 1794. These roads were established for mail delivery to post offices established on these routes. Petersburg, now Littlestown, became the first post office in the county in 1795. Gettysburg and Abbottstown followed in 1796 and Fairfield in 1798. As a rule, a day's travel along colonial roads was 12 or so miles in good weather. This distance determined the mileage between taverns. As early as 1756, there was one licensed tavern in what would become Adams County. Five taverns were found in 1760, 11 by 1763, 29 by 1783, and by the turn of the century there were 49 taverns operating legally in the county. Turmoil. In the mid-1700s, Great Britain found itself in debt. To raise money, Britain decided to impose new taxes and trade restrictions on the colonies. London decided to maintain a standing army in North America and prepared to support the army by taxing the colonists. They began to enforce acts covering colonial trade and navigation. As a result, Parliament passed the Sugar Act of 1764 and the Stamp Act of 1765. It also tried to manage Indian affairs from London and to slow down the westward expansion of the colonies. They prohibited settlement west of the Appalachian Mountains. In addition, the British passed the Quartering Act, which required the Americans to provide quarters, fuel, candles, cider or beer, and transportation for British troops stationed in the colonies. In 1767, the Towsend Acts placed duties on tea, paper, lead, and paint imported into the colonies. The colonists began to boycott British goods. By 1770, they repealed the Towsend Acts, except for the tax on tea. Serious unrest developed in Boston. The British sent troops to garrison the city. A fatal clash between redcoats and townspeople occurred on March 5, 1770. Some boys had been throwing snowballs at the British sentry. An uproar developed, and in the clash that followed, a mob of men and boys threatened the troops with stones and clubs. The troops fired into the crowd, killing three and wounding eight. Two of the wounded later died. The Tea Act was passed in 1773. Leaders in Boston organized the Boston Tea Party. On December 16, 1773, a band of colonists raided ships in the Boston Harbor. Disguised as Indians, they tossed the boxes of tea into Boston Harbor. The British passed the Intolerable or Coercive Acts, which closed the Boston Harbor to commerce until the city showed repentance for the, quote, tea party, end quote. The colonists refused to pay for the tea. Following the events that began with the Stamp Act, 1764, and ended with the Boston Tea Party, 1773, colonial leaders met to discuss how to resist the imposed restrictions. The First Continental Congress met in Philadelphia from September 5 through October 26, 
1774. All the colonies but Georgia sent representatives to the meeting. They voted to stop all trade with Great Britain. The Revolutionary War began in April 1775. The Second Continental Congress met that May and voted for independence. On July 4, 1776, Congress adopted the final draft of the Declaration of Independence in the Philadelphia State House, now Independence Hall, in Philadelphia. British troops in New York and New Jersey threatened Philadelphia in December 1776. Congress moved to Baltimore for safety. Congress returned to Philadelphia in March 1777. Washington was defeated at Brandywine on September 11. As the British marched toward Philadelphia, Congress moved to Lancaster and then York. Lancaster served as the U.S. capital for one day, September 7, 1777. The U.S. Congress met at York from September 1777 through June 1778. On September 20th and 21st, the British killed many American soldiers in the Paoli Massacre outside of Philadelphia. On September 26th, the British marched across the Schuylkill River and captured Philadelphia. In October, Washington attempted to drive the British from Philadelphia, but the attempt failed. The American troops moved to White Marsh and then wintered at Valley Forge. Outside of Pennsylvania, the war was going badly for the British, and in June 1778, they withdrew from Philadelphia. The Continental Congress returned to the city. While in New York, the Congress had adopted the Articles of Confederation, which were approved July 9, 1778. Meanwhile, settlers in the Wyoming Valley, Lucerne County, were in danger from attack by the British and the Indians. In the summer of 1778, the settlers fled to a fort near Wilkesboro. That summer, an army of 800 British soldiers and Indians attacked the fort, killing about two-thirds of the settlers. Many of the initial survivors died while trying to escape. The incident is now known as the Wyoming Valley Massacre. The Constitutional Convention met in Philadelphia from May to September 1787. Pennsylvania became the second state to ratify the U.S. Constitution on December 12, 1787. Philadelphia served as the nation's capital from 1790 until 1800, when the government moved to Washington, D.C. Locally, a militia unit was formed on June 24, 1775. The unit marched to York and then the 400-mile march to Boston to join General George Washington and the Continental Army. In July 1776, York, including Adams, joined other communities in recruiting four battalions named the, quote, Flying Camp, end quote. Later, the Pennsylvania Line was organized under the command of General Mad Anthony Wayne. Some Adams County troops spent the war guarding British and Hessian prisoners at Camp Security in southern York County. Other countyans fought the British at Fort Washington, New York State, were involved at a surprise attack called Paoli Massacre near Philadelphia, and participated in the Virginia campaign against Lord Cornwallis, fought at Bunker Hill, Long Island, 
Trenton, Monmouth, and Princeton. Some spent the winter of 1777-78 at Valley Forge. It is not possible to get the exact number of volunteers from the county because of missing records and because enlistments were made in York, Carlisle, Hanover, and Northern Maryland, as well as Gettysburg. It was reported that Sarah Black of Mummersburg sent five sons to the Continental Army. In summation, the American War for Independence, 1775 through 1783, started with the battles of Lexington and Concord and ended with the British surrender at Yorktown in 1781. The Treaty of Paris was not signed until 1783. The Second Continental Congress met in May of 1775 and appointed George Washington as the Commander-in-Chief of the Continental Army, on June 15, 1775. The Declaration of Independence was adopted in June of 1776. In 1777, the Articles of Confederation were adopted under the name of the United States of America. The Constitutional Convention was held in 1787 when the delegates signed the document. It would not become active until ratified by nine states. In June 1788, the U.S. Constitution became operational when New Hampshire became the ninth state to ratify it. George Washington, a Federalist, was inaugurated as the first president on April 30, 1789.